the star, the star. The star. Already know, already know. Seven the pants, seven the pants. That dude fits on the beats, on the beat. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound change, sound change, sound change. Crown the king, crown the king, homie. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the fields. Oh, and five forever keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, teams and long seas, they taking no shorts. No hot the tempo, yes. These other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyze it with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a pardon line. It's always this season if people start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get We got what you we need. Got what you if the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live We got what you we need. What you yeah. need. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get We got what you we need. What time? And y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the hellest cat spit. I got what you need. I got what you need. I got what you need. Oh shit. Nice Sunday for once, yo. Yeah. We back. Newest episode of Star Five Podcast. As always, hit that box on the side there. Go to hooksrub.com, 20% off your order using the code STARTING5. Some of the best seasonings on the planet, especially in America. Spicy. Good Spicy. shit. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Anyway, yeah. what up? You know who I am. Yes. Kicking off Black History hey. Month right with the name Akeem the African Dream. Each day, <laughs> each day I'm going to, each, each episode, I'm going to find something that is. I don't want to say disrespectful, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see where the names go. What up, TJ? What up, Akeem? Good to see you again, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, um, bro. Yeah. Uh, soul man, you can call me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good weekend. Shout out to uh, Mike Jones and Herb, uh, friends of the show and pretty much family. Celebrated mm-hmm. their fifth year anniversary at the brewery. Right. Good to see a lot of good people. Shout out to Iz and um, Ian. So AP and Kira. Um, Eddie Cheeb showed up later on. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, Very good of time. course I missed everybody, like always, because a nigga chose to be a 4 to 12 guy. So I definitely, <laughs> another year... Another year missing the anniversary, another year missing the homies. But I mean, that's, I mean, this usually like just, I mean, that's kind of became like the kickoff of like the eventual getting up all year type of, you know, celebrate the anniversary with the homies. And, you know, it's great to see the evolution of that place and how long they've been around. And we were there from the beginning. We were there from the beginning with Mike when, when Mike was just talking about it. And yep. writing it on paper. And Bro, then, I was in his backyard helping him brew beer. Exactly. In the gazebo. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? 
I had we had some of his very first batches that most people will never ever get to taste. Like they never had the opportunity. We got some good beers before he made himself public, basically. Yeah, yeah, bringing them along to uh, like when we did the Spotless Minds album release party when T had the spot in Jersey, he brought mm-hmm. he brought some uh some custom shit there, and this was before the brewery was open, like not long before the brewery was open. Brought some custom yeah. shit there. I missed a bunch of the backyard joints, but there was moments where he brought me something, you know, brought right. me something. And then I when right. I when I gave him the shout out this week. It was the picture when um he did his first uh his oh the first, like, like, brew, yeah the the yeah. first brew session the first brew at session the other brewery was it elementary that was like ele- elementary. elementary quick story quick story they're going out of business now wow they're closing Why? I I think I think somebody fucked up the money in that place uh not not it's not it's not Mike and Herb's fault they. No, 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 I'll get the, I, I didn't get a chance to speak to Jones too much yesterday. He was running around, but, um, yeah, um, that place is going under and Jones's place is going stronger than ever. That place was packed yesterday, dude. I believe packed. It. it always is packed on the anniversary day, no matter what the weather is too. On the anniversary day is always packed. That's love, man. That's love. Word. We out there in any weather. Word. That's pure love out there for that man. No, Shout out to them this, though. That that the elementary did shit. Like the picture that I had, I posted was I was when I finally got there and I was like thumbs up and he was looking at me like I was crazy some shit. But it was <laughs> he didn't save me one that day. <laughs> he didn't save me one that day before I got there. I forgot, mm. what, I forgot what, what we were saying in the picture. They probably remember, but yeah, big ups to them, man. Big ups to them in the anniversary. Yeah, it does. I did speak to Herb. I want to get him on the show because he's one of the few black brewers in all of Jersey that owns, you know, owner of a brewery. So I wanted to bring him on. Word. Maybe next. And, maybe next week or week shop. after. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. <laughs> He's got a deli shop now that he's added to it. So Herb is so doing his thing, bro. He's got the hot dogs and the deli. Yeah, he's got the hot dogs and a deli now. Oh, Herb is doing it. He's trying to get. He's trying to buy up all the Hackensack, man. No, that's word. and when that, and that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So word. yeah. Word. I gotta gotta make it a point to try to get to either of them. I mean, when I rode to my brothers, we did ride in that direction. But I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, didn't I didn't pull over and stop. I just had this right. thing in me, and it's like when I got to make a long trip like that, like I just want to be. You able just want to go straight go. home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just go, you know. Yep. Unless it's like I'm, I'm on some like, yo, something's going on. Let me, let me detour a little bit if I got the time, whatever. But like when I went to my brothers, it was, you know, I had the whole family in the car. Nice. So yeah, I mean, you you ain't stopping for that with all them people in there. Word. Word, word. Well, yeah, maybe we'll bring Herb on this month if we could. I mean, he's been. They, they both. I spoke been, to him and he him, said, yeah. I told him, and we've been talking for like the past two or three years at least, the doing the live show there at the brewery. He's, like, it, that's on us. I that's know, on it's us, bro. Been on us. It's, it's <laughs> been on us. I guess it's just a matter of making time, really. Y- yeah, that's it's, it. It's been on us. I know that for a fact, but. 
you know, I mean, I, hey, time, 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 time is really everything, especially when my it job is. is trying to give me a fucking like, yo, I tried. All I wanted to do is move two days of vacation, two days. And I sent them proof for the wedding that I'm supposed to be going to. Which mm -hmm. I don't get to go. I don't get invited to many of those, but. I, oh, you going one, to the one in Florida? I got to be there for that one. I have to be. All there right. I couldn't like, make you know, it. Oh, they sent you it. the invite? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. But yeah, I have to, like, I have to be there for that one for multiple reasons because their part, I'm the that's reason. Family. I, 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 well, that's Ian and I go back from diapers. Right. Right. Like I, I've told right. everybody. Our mothers were best friends growing up. So I've known literally since all the way back then. He's a true day one. But I'm part reason why they, like, I'm part reason why they even together. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's part, yep. like, part two. And then again, like you said, just the family is number three. It's like, you know, over the past, I don't even know how many. It's It's been over a decade plus no one is now. And, you know. I, I've, known, yeah. I've known about their ups Holy and downs. Shit, Dan, and I didn't like, think it was that long. Well, no, nah, it's I didn't realize 12, it was that long, years. bro. At least 12, yeah. 13 years now. At least. You're right. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Damn, man. Real friends, man. Word. But yeah, I it's just like a I it, that's that's one of those like yeah I gotta be there because who the fuck knew that my man Ian Charles was ever getting married? <laughs> I'm just saying it just like that. Who would ever fucking thought it? Like you know, congrats again, to them. I don't get I don't get invited to too many. So like I've right. I literally actually funny enough, TJ. It's like I always said this. I always said the true test of friendships is the weddings you get invited to bro bro i can I only been to like i can count how many weddings i've been to on my hand I, and I two of them was my to... <laughs> one was my brother getting married the other was my sister getting married so <laughs> that's three else people maybe three i've been even, invited to i wasn't even there for my brothers <laughs> oh shit i was because <laughs> I'll tell the story because he he ain't on here. He probably ain't gonna listen anyway. Fuck it. They went in like quiet. They like they tried to low key get married and then try to pop up on everybody like surprise we're married, but then right. got upset because of the way me and my wife got married. Which funny enough, I was just looking through the pictures uh, yesterday, but it was just like the timing in which me and my wife got married was like it was gonna happen. Job was about to change for her. So she would have been out of health insurance. So it's like, all right, fuck it. Let's just do it. You know, like we was doing it anyway, but let's just mm -hmm. do it. Had us we went to we went to Mount Vernon to to the Justice of the Peace shit up there because it oh, was nice. in and out. It was in because it, yep. it was in and out. It wasn't like going to the Bronx one and having to nope. wait or whatever. Like up there, we was the only ones, you know, we was in yeah. done. And then, you know, it got signed off when we had a little ceremony in in our apartment at the time, the first apartment. And then that was it. But then I find out they got upset because, yeah, we announced, yeah, we're getting married. We got married. You know, they was all at the house and all that shit. And then it was just like 
surprise, we got married like a week later. They didn't tell nobody. His, That's not your boy, fault. His boy in Mecca they didn't was tell like, you. my brother was my best man for me because it was just like, it was all short notice and all that shit. My right. brother was my best man. His boy in Mecca was his best man at his. <laughs> mm. So I was like, I didn't even go to his. I, I was trying to remember the one person that I, I was best man for one of my boy's wedding. That's my man, Lance, when we went to Mexico. My boy, LG, who we started the podcast. I started this whole podcast and shit with. He mm -hmm. freaking, he made me his best man. But like countless others, like I went to, no, my boy Lamar got married once. My boy, Daniel Sullivan got married twice. Damn. Uh, Trying to remember, I'm my uncle. That's <laughs> I'm trying. My uncle, two of my wife's friends, and I don't. I think that was it, really. I think that was it, and I was only best man for one, the one person that I've known the shortest amount of time. <laughs> nope, I was best man for my brother's wedding, and that's it. Yeah, so and it's funny because it's joking about it with my partner at work, and it's just like, yo, it's like. All white people that we know, like they got like a minimum of two or three a year. They going. Oh to. yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, bro. Oh, I mean, yeah. a year, a year. White folks usually yeah. got like two or three minimum. They going. To. Yeah, I know this girl that goes to the brewery. Um, last year and the year before, she went to like four or five weddings a year in That's the last crazy. three or four years. Right. That's bananas. And she was in a wedding party for damn near all of them. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's wild. Wow. Yeah, man. I don't I don't know any black people that go to like more than one or two weddings, if that in a year, or maybe less five years. You know what I'm saying? So no. you're right. I know I got another really good friend that I already, I already know that I'm not going to this one, but it's only because of, out of respect that they were keeping it like handful small. So like mm -hmm. the closest a close family was going to be there. And I was like, I was told ahead of time. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, that's all good. You know, I can't be mad. I definitely wanted to be there, but you know, right. can't be got to respect that and all that. But big O, what up, yo? Yeah, what up, O? What's good? What's good, fellas? What's good? What's oh, good sounded better this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, had to turn off the Bluetooth, man. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, go. Um, but yeah, everything good. No, yeah, good we weekend. we're talking, we're talking just just bullshitting right now. Talking about fucking. <laughs> uh, I I had mentioned like I I used to always say the true test of friendship was how many weddings you would get invited to. Like, who really considered you a friend? Like, and both TJ and I said, like, I think I could count on two hands up to, like, maybe seven fingers. I've been to weddings in my whole life that I could think of. Yeah. Like, how many, like, do you get invites like that or no? I'll be honest with you. All my friends moved away from New York. So, so, yeah, nah, I didn't. Um, I got, I got invited to a couple. I invited to a couple, but um, but yeah, one couple of I didn't, I didn't go to for whatever reason. But yeah, I was always now I think about it, always, always I was always invited. Now did I go? But that was another thing. You know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, I was always invited. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I, I don't remember what happened. I mean, I don't get invited to many. Just like I always say, like yo, like 
The other the other one I was saying because we're approaching it, the Super Bowl. I would say a true test of friendship is how many Super Bowl parties or box or fight invites you get invited to fight parties. And I couldn't mm. tell you the last I couldn't tell you the last one. I really yeah, couldn't yeah. tell you I've the been, last one. I've been invited to a bunch of fight parties and threw a couple myself. Uh the the, the the very first fight party I threw was when me and my ex at first moved into our apartment in Mount Vernon. And it was the Tyson Holyfield fight where Tyson bit Van the Holyfield's ear. Oh, nice. And I'll never forget <laughs> my man said, uh, and Evander Holyfield's ear is bitten off by a dirty Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that shit. <laughs> we yeah, were I remember the one, the, the one that I threw was uh, De La Hoya Mayweather. Mm. Yeah, De La Hoya Mayweather. Well, I thought De La Hoya, I, at the time, I thought De La Hoya got robbed, but nah, he lost. <laughs> he lost. But that was yep. the one. Well, he lost. Super Bowl yeah. party? I haven't been invited to one since I threw one. And that mm. was when I used to throw them right next door in my in my room in like the attic in my in my attic room that we had. Fucking it didn't even matter the size TV. Fucking made made wings, made all types of shit, invited my people, people, everybody came through. And it was just more of a fuck around, have a good time type of type of time. And that was shit. The, that was the last time. It was the um, the year the the Rams won against the Titans. Oh shit! The last one, the greatest show on turf, and the the tackle, the tackle that that saved from the Titans winning. Oh, right, the one yard line. Yeah. No, nah, I get invited to Super Bowl parties all the time. Sometimes multiples. But um, it's just like picking. It's funny you say that. I didn't get invited to one this year. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I was gonna do one. I was, I was gonna do one, but my boy, my boy was like, "Yo, you know, now nah, we should have it at my crib." So, yeah, man, I'm have to get and pack a bag and and head out of state to Long Island. Cause goddamn boy, that he said head out of state to Long Island. (laughs) 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 I mean, Long Island definitely feels like that though. He said head out of state to Long Island. I felt yo at work one day. I had to drive two hours into Long Island. It was like, where the fuck are we? Oh y'all 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 deal with um Long Island and shit. There's shops that we go to out there. Okay, okay, okay. There's shops that we go out go to, and the one that was like almost two hours into Long Island, uh, we had to drop off the wrecker, the big tow truck. We had to drop that off out there, and I was begging, for, I was hoping for the day that they go pick it up that I wasn't at work that day, and fortunately I wasn't because I didn't have to make that drive. It's just you. annoying. The driving a city car, having to stay within speed limit because GPS yeah. tracking and fucking sucks. Just dealing with Long Island police and all that nonsense and yeah, but oh, oh, so so you so you just saying, hey, listen, I'm on a job that doesn't that doesn't work. No, no, we don't get pulled over. It's just like you want to speed up, but the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the city tracking the GPS shit don't help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
you want to speed up a little bit, you want to go a little faster, hit the HOV lane by yourself. Hey, I'm in a city call. What they gonna do to me? The oh, playing in Long Island is like playing in Jersey. Like you still gotta be careful, because <laughs> like you said, it's it's like being out of state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, damn. <laughs> Word. But while we at it, you know what? Because we just random spitballing. I don't know what y'all are bringing to the table this week outside of my question for the week. Which, again, for anybody watching, listening, or whatever. I got to say my bad to y'all because normally we already pre-plan a theme for Black History Month. And then next month is Women's History Month. So we got to find the angle for that too. But mm. while we're at that, while we're at it, I think I just lost the question I had in my head. Yo, can we, can we, can we make a, do you want to make picks for, uh, for the Super Bowl this week or you want to wait till next week? No, we could do that this week. I mean, we could talk about it before next week too. Okay. Uh, we could get into more detail next week, but we could talk about it. Definitely give picks this week. But um, we, we got we got to talk about we got to talk about Travis Kelsey and that haircut too, because because yeah, I've been anyway. I've been I've been <laughs> seeing a lot some, of that bullshit going on, man. But before I lose it, what's what are some other true quote unquote in your eyes tests of friendship? Mm. Mm, tests of friendship. Uh, calling somebody at like 12.30, 1 o'clock at night because you, you blew out a tire and you need help changing that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I'm going to tell you, I'm a type of friend. I'm a yeah. type of friend. 10.30, I won't answer the phone. <laughs> I won't answer the phone at 4 or 5 o'clock p.m., but I will answer the phone at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock because that's, to me, in my mind, that's more you know, more of a sign of emergency, you know, in my mind, you know, especially, especially getting up in my, in my, in my age, you know, this is, it's usually some, some, some bad shit going on at, at the mountains, man. It's, it's never, it's never, oh, you know, hey, I'm at, I'm at some party, you know, where you at? Nah, nah, it's more of, you know, hey, grandma didn't make it through the night type shit. So, so yeah, yeah, we was just I was just literally oh I was just talking about that at work yesterday. Was mm. just talking about that at work. Like sometimes that late, late phone call could be like just that sign of distress. Yes. Or like or like if uh you know, like when you, you tried to reach out to a person and tell them like yo, anytime you need me, whatever, you know, you can hit me up, you could call, you could talk to me, whatever type of shit. And right. somebody described the incident where they literally talked to somebody, was talking to somebody, said, hey, if you ever need, I don't see, you know, you don't look like you're doing well right now, you know, but if you ever need me, just hit me up. And then that person did at like one in the morning, mm. but the other person didn't pick up the phone. And mm. it was like... The next day it was bye bye. You know what I'm saying? I'll oh, keep it short shit. like that. But the next day it was like bye bye. You know, so that shit, that shit like that is crazy. Like, fortunately, that hasn't happened to me yet. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? Fortunately, that hasn't happened. But yeah, I, I would say like <laughs> true tests of friendship back in the day, because I was talking about this yesterday too. How do you bounce back after you and your friend got into a fight? 
Like, well, it was I, over I, after I, that. There was nothing to bounce back. We got it out. I was going to say we got it out, and that was it. Like, it was over after that. Yeah, we didn't have to bring friend, it back friendship up. Friendship was over? The friendship was over? Or were y'all good? Y'all no. no the, right the, that moment. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not mad at each other. Right, right, right. We're not mad at each other after that. Right, yeah. I agree. I yeah, because like, I, I was reminiscing on my brother Danny. Like, well, I got to f- two friends of mine that are named Danny also. <laughs> but one of, like, my, my boy since four years old, like, it was one time, like, we, we, we got to a little scrap. We didn't talk for maybe, like, a week. And then eventually came back around, you know what I'm saying? Like, apologized and all that. And I said, that's my brother to this day. And then the other Danny, like, that was a whole transition moment for me. That was just, like, we fought. I dominated him, picked him up. We dapped it off, and it was over after that. Like, it was, like you just said, TJ. Like, it was just done. Yeah. It was just done. Uh, Tyrone was in the comments. I didn't know. He said, my my wedding was literally my grandmother coming to the crib and signing my papers because she was a minister. That's what my my wife's uh, pastor was that, did that for us. He said, "I I get invited to all the parties because I'm the life of them. I can believe I that. Believe, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> he said, and also be an ax to be a godparent. I'm one one said I was a great the guy. I'm the godparent to one of my friends. Shout outs to another piece of family of mine, Camille, and the homie coach Casey, their son Jaden, which I haven't seen him in I couldn't tell you how long. Shows you how great of a godparent I am. But <laughs> like I, I'm the godfather of, of their son, you know. So listen, but, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm I'm the same way, man. Yo, shout out to Dan Danny Leacock if he's if you're listening, if he's watching. Um, I'm the son, I'm the god uh, godfather of his, his daughter, uh, Caitlin. And we were we were thick as thieves and you know in the beginning of her life. Now, now, yeah. She'd probably yeah. pass the would know who I was. So I can relate. Like, no, nah, well, he knows who I am, but it's the love, the love ain't never less than day one. So I'll just put it like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the love ain't no less than day one, you know what I'm saying? But what are some other joints that we, since we spitballing? What are some other like True tests of friendship, like you, you real deal, you in this shit forever, like. Cause I, I tell you, uh, <laughs> I tell you, the amount of hours I drive away to pick up people to fucking let's go places and drop off. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, man. <laughs> uh, I can speak to that shit. Facts. Man. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I've I've um uh recently, man, uh, probably the first time I went to DC um the last couple of years. Um my boy uh you know out of the blue, man, he was going through it, you know, he had uh had an accident in the shower and shit and, and wasn't doing too well. And yeah, man, we just we you know, me and a couple of my other my boys we just dropped everything and head down there, man. Spent spent the day with him, spent the weekend with him, you know, and um yeah, man, things like that. You know, I I'll bitch and complain, man, but I'll I'll, I'll get on the highway for you, man. I'll get in the road to check you out, man. You know, so word. That's that, and that honestly, I look. Fortunately, I haven't had to do that, but that's the type of person I am. If I can get yeah. there, 
I'm there if I can get there. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody got their own life. You know how y'all know how big my family is and all that. Like it ain't that easy to find time. It's yeah. so it's really not. It's really not that easy to disappear and find time like that. But I'm I definitely have been or will be that person. You know what I'm saying? Like I've definitely been that person. Sure, what else sure. you got, TJ? Yeah. Uh, like some the first person you know you can call when you need to move or move your crib. You know what I'm saying? Move out your crib, move into your crib. You know you can always count on that person to come through to help you out with shit like that. And um, what was the other one? <laughs> I can't remember the other one right now. I had it, but yeah, like you know, you know, I mean. My boy's moving next week, and he was like, "Yo, you you asked, you offered the one you you know to say when I was gonna move <laughs> gotcha, before you." Bitch. So yeah, <laughs> you got that phone. Was like, "Damn, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Nah, I knew it was, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So it was, it's all good. Okay, my back ain't built for that shit no more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, who's taking care of the couch? Right, who, how much? How much that cost again? How much? Yeah, he. he I mean, his apartment was wasn't that big. Oh, okay. Good. So hundred dollars a piece. Hundred dollars a piece at least. A <laughs> hundred dollars, literally hundred dollars a piece. I right, one TV is one hundred. The couch two hundred. <laughs> Wait, no, we'll give you fifty on that one because I had to get the other side. So that's fifty. <laughs> a six pack of beer. I'm gonna give them a hundred dollars a piece. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh word, yeah. Oh yeah, word. Quick Home Depot run. Yeah. Don't steal nothing. <laughs> That's super funny. You pay for what you get for. So <laughs> buyer beware. Buyer beware. Word. But we can sit here all day with that, man. Like like O said, Super Bowl picks. What y'all got? I still got. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, TJ. I still, I still got San Fran, man. They just got more weapons than KC does. But you know, every time I doubt KC's defense, they prove me wrong every damn time, bro. It's frustrating. It's frustrating, dogs. I don't want to see these niggas succeed, (laughs) but they keep doing it. Spagnolo is a great defensive coordinator. Period. He's a perfect fit for that team. He's got them balling. And I, I, I just I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop in that secondary. And it's not happening. It's not happening. But I just think if Purdy doesn't get rushed too much, I mean he can scramble and he's using his legs well. But you know, if he gets some time in the pocket, he's gonna find Debo, he's gonna find that youth. Christian McCaffrey, I call him the white Marshall Falk. He can catch out the backfield just as well as as, as anybody. And um, yeah, they, they they just got a lot of weapons, man. They got a lot of weapons. It's their their, their defense that bothers me. San Francisco's defense hasn't played hasn't been playing as well as Casey's defense. So that might be the difference in the game right there. Yeah, Tyrone's screaming out what I'm picking. I'm I'm rolling with the Chiefs again over the 49ers once again. Part of this is who do I dislike the most? I don't dislike Kansas City because I I'll repeat it again. If it wasn't for Randall and Reggie, Christian Okoye almost made me a Chiefs fan. Andy Reid's there. Yeah. 
So the the Philly yeah, connection yeah. there. But I I mm-hmm. they've been th- this whole postseason, they've been pulling out shit that we all thought that they probably should have been out first round, second round. And nope. They just keep finding a way. They keep chugging along. And I I just yeah, I don't see San Francisco's defense being able to like fully contain the Chiefs offense. And it that that game is gonna is gonna be a definitely is gonna be about who gets the most stops. Who gets the most and by stops I mm. mean who gets the most three and outs. And I think Kansas City's just gonna right. get that one or two more. And I see a fumble and recovery by Kansas City that's gonna be the tie turner. That's gonna be the change. Damn. And it's not going to be the turnovers like, too. It's, it's not going to be like last right week. This. It's not going to be like last week where they were able to dominate Baltimore and pretty much like just negate the <clears throat> run altogether. Because that that was Baltimore's downfall was they tried to win off of Lamar Jackson's arm alone, and it didn't work. It didn't work, and that true. That that conversation of balance between run and pass, it showed its ugly head in that game, to where you need one to 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 take pressure off the other, and then it works. Simon, you know, it, it works the opposite way also. They didn't effectively utilize right. the run last week to take pressure off the passing game. But then when the passing game did work, you had Zay Flowers doing dumbass shit for freaking 15-yard penalties that put them behind the ball, put put them behind so much further when they were only 10 yards away from the end zone at that point. A lot of dumb mistakes on Baltimore's part. A A lot of stupid mistakes on Baltimore's part. And San Francisco's not gonna make them same stupid mistakes. But it's going to be Lamar also over to his receivers that were wide open too. Yeah. Lamar overthrew his receivers quite a bit that game. Yeah. Yeah, that that level of antsiness. But I Kansas City for the win for number four, right? Yeah, number number four, right? Yeah, yeah, number four, watch out, number four. Now, what up, Jamal? And we're gonna get to the comment. Okay. What up, what up? No, go ahead. No, it's just saying what's up. Chilling, man. Apologies but, for the tigers. That's all good. But Tyrone said, y'all not going to admit your boy was missing OBJ all day. We just said that, Ty, TJ just said that he was overthrowing him all game. But also, how much did o- Odell get open? He didn't get the ball seen till like the third or fourth quarter. Yeah. Because they didn't, take, they didn't take no pressure off the passing game. I didn't even know he played the first half, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yo, I, you know, this this is how I feel, man. If if this was Madden, if this was if we were playing Madden, I would say, yo, San Francisco. Because San Francisco has they have the freaking weapons. They have if Mahomes had San Francisco weapons, this would be a lopsided Super Bowl we'd be watching. You know. Um I I I I heard I heard one of the commentators saying that. Pacheco runs runs like he like like his like his shoes are too small. <laughs> the best meme the best meme on that was 
somebody on, on Instagram put up Pacheco looks like a kid with a full diaper. No, Jamal <laughs> said that shit one time. Well, he said they said they said Pacheco runs like a kid who's trying on new shoes in the in the sneak in the shoes. <laughs> Look how fast I am in these. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yo, I, how do you, how do you go against, how do you go against Mahomes in the Super Bowl? You know, I, I can't do it, man. I can't. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm picking, uh, I'm picking Kansas City for the win, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. And like you said, uh, like you said, Dan, it's a turnover, a turnover, with, with, it's gonna, with, it could change everything. You know, so, so yeah, man, I'm looking forward to a good game. Jamal, um, I think it's gonna be a close game. I think they're both very flawed teams that had a lot of help getting there. Um, although I think Kansas City played a little better than San Francisco did, I think San Francisco is they got a lot of help from Dan Campbell in that game. And um, you know, and credit to Brock Purdy, you know, or whatever his name is. He's 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 young. You know, two comeback wins. You can't you can't. Um, we can't look down on that, but Kansas City's defense has been playing some ball. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the one thing that um I think that's the one thing nobody saw coming is um pause. Um is that they they defense is playing some some good ball. Um but I think it I I can't pick against Pat Mahomes, man. And if the defense is, is playing well, you know Andy Reid's gonna have them prepared offensively. Um yeah, man, I'm going, I'm going with KC. And for for the record, man, for the record, you know, I, 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 it's it's tough to give Spagnuolo all this credit because I think about that that Giants defense, you know, that 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 NASCAR defense, man. I mean, shit, I could have, you could have gave me the clipboard, and now and we would have, we would have stopped. Yeah, they had the athletes. Yeah, they had the athletes for that. Yeah, man. I mean, these guys, these guys out there are studs, you know. All up and down the um the defense. So, yeah, man, it's, it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, let's see how interested I am in it. I'll tell you that much. I I probably like peek in and out. <laughs> like I don't know. I just have I've been having these like eh, I don't feel like watching this shit. I said it before though. It's like it's that weird feeling of like like you played the sport and it's like eh, am I done with it? Like I'm never done with football. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, eh, I don't find the priority in having to sit my ass down and watch it all the time. But, I mean, Super Bowl, different story. National holiday. Once again, I'm starting to even see, I'm sure y'all have been seeing, even people on the news and stuff been saying, like, they finally need to make a national holiday out of the, Super the Bowl. next day. I always said that the Super Bowl needs to be needs to be had on President's Day weekend. That kills two birds with one stone right there. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to make mm -hmm. it a national holiday anymore because you have, it goes into President's Day weekend, and that's it. You know, so I mean, you just, you even if you make it a out. national holiday, it ain't gonna stop making people go to work. Companies gotta like fold. TJ, I'll be honest with you, TJ. I cannot tell the last time I went to work after the Super Bowl. <laughs> For me, it was the the last time I did that is when the Giants won, so I can go in and rub it into all the Eagles fans. 
just my petty. <laughs> well, if I had a job, then I went to work after everyone because I always had to work that that Monday. Oh, it's never a big deal for me because, like, like we described before, I I don't really get drunk like that at home, and I don't get invited to Super Bowl parties to get drunk to worry yeah, about can I make it the next day. So I got nothing to worry about. Dan, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what, man. Let the Knicks. We keep Woo. saying we've been saying this every week for the past four Let or five Knicks, weeks now. Let the Knicks fuck around and win a championship. That's a week off right there, bro. That's bro, a, week. a, week off. <laughs> a whole bro. week off. Yeah. Bro, Manhattan will be on fire, dog. <laughs> All of Midtown would be a fucking crater after it's done. Wouldn't it be just dirt stores and ripped up Knicks t-shirts because it was just a mob scene down there. I don't even want to be in the garden when it happens. I want to be in like in a bar like across the street from the place because you know it's just going to spill into the street and just get disgusting for like four hours. You have to call riot police in and shit because they get people out of there. It's going to be crazy. Yo, Daniel, Daniel, the parade, that parade, dog. It's gonna, it's gonna be crazy. You say we said we spitballing, so we're gonna, we're gonna have to take some time to talk about our next year, right? If we were to win a championship, I, I was down. So Jamal, remember, I went to, uh, I didn't even make it inside the, um, the bar, Le- uh, Legends Bar when, when, uh, that oh, for when we. Yeah. For yo, France and England, yo. If we, yeah, France and England, yeah. If the Knicks, if the Knicks play into June, right? Yo, the city Midtown is gonna be a zoo. The whole, yo, are you kidding me? It's gonna be crazy, bro. I work right on 50th and Broadway. It's always crazy out there because it's the theater, the theater district. But man, 42nd Street is literally down the block from my office. You won't be able to traffic. Yeah. It'd be gridlock, bro. Every day. It'd be gridlock. Every day. And the cre- and you know, you know the gridlock. I, I love about this whole the, about the team. Brunson, we and we, I was at a party last night. We were talking about it, watching the watching the Lakers game and Lakers the next game. Brunson is such a humble dude, right? So he's 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 having a conversation with 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 um with Alan Hahn, and he's crying. Because they're chanting MVP, you know, in the background. This is after the game. This is after the game. Like, like the fans are supposed to let out. No one, everyone saw stayed. That. Yeah, everyone stayed. I saw that. Interview. And yo, he he couldn't get nothing out, man. He couldn't get any words out. And I was like, yo, I like this dude. Yo, humble dude. He he, he busts his ass. His his pops his pops was 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 pretty much you know the same way playing at Temple. You know, it's. it's 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 funny. Yesterday they was they were showing they the um, ESPN was showing uh, um, a stat line. They said you know they were saying the Nova Knicks, Nova Knicks had like fifty seven points. The rest of the Knicks had twenty seven points. And I'm just like, yo, if we can get Mikael Bridges, <laughs> oh yo, that's all that's all we need. I don't, I don't want no other superstar. I don't want Jason Tatum. I don't want LeBron. If we can get Mikael Bridges on that team, we're never we're not getting him. We're not getting yeah, it. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not ever going to happen. <laughs> Brooklyn ain't doing it. Brooklyn's not doing that. For all the draft picks in the world, they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. And they need some draft picks in the worst way right now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of LeBron, 
didn't we just say no. what what Stephen A. Smith said? We've been saying it for weeks, actually. We, we've been saying <laughs> this shit for a minute now. Mm-hmm. LeBron to the Knicks would be. It makes sense for both squads. Make that trade. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Without without. Was it, I, that's how <laughs> was it Lakers' next first round pick? Twenty thirty. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. On, yeah. We got eleven to share. Jamal, Jamal, you yeah. think you think LeBron's gonna listen to Tibbs? That's yes. the deal right there. Is LeBron gonna listen to Tibbs, bro? At least LeBron be drawing up his own yeah. plays and shit like that. Tibbs ain't that kind of coach. You can do that too. He may help us offensively. Who knows? You know what I mean? Um, okay. But I think that first year, he 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 at least wants to tie uh, Kobe with rings. Kobe and MJ, he he he's trying to get two more. He's not going to get that out there. He's not going to get it in LA. He's not going to get it out there. And LA done traded their whole future for these two dudes and nobody around them. And we got 11 picks this year. So get him four. And Evan Fournier, have a nice day. We'll we'll, we'll rent this mercenary for two seasons. And, you know, we good. Here's my question, though. Here's my question. How many players out there could do what Randall does? Outside of Zion, give you twenty and ten a night, right? Because because right now, right now, twenty five and ten, mock draft, twenty five and draft. ten, bro, get it right, right, twenty five and ten. I'm sorry. So the mock draft is saying that yeah, they want Randall, Randall Fournier, and three first round picks for LeBron, a thirty nine year old LeBron. LeBron. Oh, no, 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 no. See, see, there's a couple things that's wrong here. So. All they're getting is picks and reserves. They're not getting and or maybe Grimes. They're not getting nothing else. That's mm-mm. and 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 and, all, and you want you want to deplete, yeah. you want to deplete all your picks for for a thirty nine year old. I would give them four, bro. I would give them four because we're young. We, yeah, I would give them four. We got a young squad. A championship, bro. We still got yeah. We still got a lot of picks left. We still got assets to trade. Uh, yeah, we're we're good. And so, for a so guy, my, a, a guy uh, with his IQ, yeah, a guy sorry. with his his experience, especially playoff experience, and somebody again, thirty nine years old with a high motor, and one of the highest IQs we've ever seen on the court live play. Like, get yeah, four picks straight up, four picks for LeBron. Give it to me yesterday. Four picks and mm-hmm. Fournier. You know. Well, what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. He, he can go but. He keeps himself in good shape. So, you know, he don't need to play forty minutes a night. Tell that he could to probably Tibbs. play. Tell yeah, that to well, I think he's gonna tell that to Tibbs. So, <laughs> you know what so, I mean? I think he's so, gonna no, tell no, that no, to no, Tibbs. No. Yeah, good today. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the article. I don't know if you saw the article, but Rich Paul and Leanne Rose sorted out they shit over dinner, mm-hmm. and That's now right. they cool now, so everything is back on the table. Everything is back on the table because Rich Paul was saying, don't go to the Knicks because of some bullshit. They said they sorted that out. So, I mean, I don't want to say he's writing on a wall because I don't know. I'm still leery about LeBron coming here. Um, Even if it's not LeBron, with that deal, Rich Paul, that that opens up um, Jante Murray, Malcolm Brogdon. Mm, You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Jordan Clarkson is in there. You know what I mean? Jordan, so, Jordan, um, Clark, Jordan Clarkson, I think, is 31, but I'll take him too. Yeah, you know? 100%. Yeah. I'll, I'll, but, so, but Zante Murray, 
Yes, definitely. I'll, I'll, he's he's my he's my number one pick. You know, yeah, Donovan sure. Mitchell, I, th- I think, is a pie in the sky. So, you know, but DeJounte Murray would, would definitely fit in, man. But if we could yeah, get man. a LeBron, I wouldn't care about Donovan Mitchell at all. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. We wouldn't need him. No, man, I just don't know how well we, – uh, I mean, at least we got to get him. He's that much of a threat in the score. But, man, that's a 6'2 six, six backcourt, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just – it's and, yeah, he's not coming off the bench. You know what I mean? So – But do you think Deontay Murray's a good fit, though? I don't see him as a fit. Um, he, it, it depends. Who knows? He, I mean, he's a, he plays great defense. He's a tip sliver guy. He fits in defense. He can run the point when 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 uh, um, when uh, Jalen's yeah. on the bench. Yeah, he can do a bunch of shit. I mean, he's a natural point guard. I mean, he's a combo guard, I guess. But um, you know, I, I think he's a great fit. I think he's another just adding more defense, lockdown players, man. The Knicks just cause problems defensively, and then it's and not it, even it, just you know. I'm, and, I'm not even thinking about this year, man. Yeah. I mean, it's like, come I on, mean, man. Imagine that squad next year. Healthy Mitch, Anunoby, DeJounte Murray. Who's scoring 90? Who's, the team's going to be averaging 90 points. <laughs> <laughs> Good old 90s Knicks basketball. That's it. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, and, 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 and I forgot about Anunoby. I mean, with Anunoby there, you really don't need – you don't need LeBron. I mean, LeBron is great to have. I'll take LeBron, of course. Who wouldn't? But as far as your squad needing that prototype three slash four, you don't need it because because Anunoby could guard one through five, and he's one of the he's probably one of the three, four people in the NBA that could do that. That's cool, but every team needs that one to two players. That can take them from okay, yeah, we're solid, we look like contenders, but then there's still that other level right above that. Teams like that can't seem to find that 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 way to hurdle over or step up to. Mm-hmm. And I, I that's where that's where a LeBron addition would be. That next, like he he's he just got the know how. He's got those the right tools to get us to that we could finally flip the switch and continue to climb upward instead of plateauing at a certain point. So did you did you watch the game last night? The uh, the uh Nixon Nixon Lakers? No, I was at work. Okay, so so Davis I think shot four for twelve, but this dude had like sixteen boards and like yeah. four blocks. You know, he was so Mitchell he was, Jewish. He was, Mitch. he was yeah. doing his thing last night and he was dominating without scoring. I like Hartenstein, you know, and I and, and, and bro. Oh, okay. I thought you Mister Mister Freeze. <laughs> yeah, well, my no, bad. Like- my bad. No, what okay. I was saying was, uh, what I was what I was saying was that he had all that, and the game still wasn't decided until the last four or five minutes of the game. So that the Lakers okay. are. Nah, the game wasn't decided to the fourth quarter because the Knicks stopped. The Knicks stopped, couldn't couldn't find. That's what I'm saying. The last four, 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The last four or five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Now, Curtis said, it's crazy we're talking about a 39-year-old player in this way. He's supposed to be at home. Yeah, you would think. But when you're a guy that takes care of himself the way he does, and let's, you know, past couple of years, he's kind of been injury-free. Right. I'll yeah. take him. But then that's what that's the part that scares me. Like you're you're betting the farm on a 40-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, his IQ, he's a coach on the court. We get it. You know what I'm saying? Jamal, how it's many picks the farm, do we though, have bro. again? How many bro, picks do we, we have? We got eleven, again? man. It's not the farm. Exactly. That's, and, that's what I was bro, gonna get at. <laughs> we got four first rounders this year. We got no room on the roster for them. So we have to make a move. We have to make we got four picks. What we go? You know what I mean? We don't have the roster spots, so we have to make a move up with something. You know what I mean? Give up three of them in Fournier to keep one and okay. get one new fresh talent. And get new get a new Yo, fresh body. First of all, if they say LeBron signs here, you know the pandemonium and chaos that's gonna cause already. People his, his jersey's gonna fly off the shelf in point five seconds. Because it's got New York on the front and LeBron on the back. It'll be LeBron's way of making up for when he snubbed us to go to Miami on top of that. If he brought a chip here, his legacy would st- be stamped. You probably get a damn statue in front of Madison Square Garden at that point. Oh, right beside Rick Brunson's statue for like one or two seasons, bro. And like I said, Manhattan will probably sink because of the pandemonium and chaos. That's every colorway. Every fucking colorway I'm buying a LeBron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His son, his son is definitely his son will definitely stay will stay at USC for another year. You know what I'm saying? Because I think he's averaging like five points a game right now. Something like that. His son will definitely stay another year at USC. You know, to make it happen. I mean, yo, if 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 LeBron comes to New York, it's it'll be like winning the championship. That'd be one A for winning the championship. But the pressure will be on, though. That's that's really what it is. Is that when they when yeah. they talk about that New York media but, pressure, it will be on a thousand. But, but, here, that, but here's but, the thing: that, LeBron that, doesn't that, need to put up forty. LeBron doesn't though. need to put up forty or thirty. LeBron doesn't need exactly. to put up forty with Brunson and Randall there. That score is going to be balanced. LeBron can score what he wants. He can take over, you know, ten minutes. Or five minutes at the end of the first half, and like four or five minutes at the end of the game, because you got to put a body on him, or you're going to leave Randall or Brunson open. That's too much. That's too much. So, so my question. So the question is then: the question is right. If Randall's not included in this in this, in this trade, so you put Randall at the five, you put Randall at the five, LeBron at the four. You could and, have and LeBron no at the. You could have LeBron at the one and put LeBron Brunson at the, the two or the two. Right, yeah. either way. You would do that. that ball. And then you got OG. But he, he, he it'll just be to bring the ball up. He can run the play. LeBron goes past the Randall. Randall to LeBron. Brunson's open in the corner. Three points. We just take that shit back the other way. That's what's going to be. Yeah, dog. He's a, he's a utility player, be. man. He can play. He can probably play one through four different times, depending on the lineup that we have. You know what I mean? If we go small Especially ball, if you play you with know, the second yeah. unit. Yeah, he, he we're just it's kind of awkward, but I mean, the dude is he's a point forward, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 
you know, but uh, you you got it. You got to you have to try and take that. Word. Word, word. What else we got? Before That'll be we hit wild. The main? What else we got today before, before we hit the main? Why the fuck you wanted to talk about Travis Kelsey's haircut of all things? Yeah. So, <laughs> so yo, this year is crazy, yo. Whack. That yeah, Travis Kelsey's bullshit. haircut, this fade, is, is a new phenomenon. Like, yo, he brought out the fade. Okay? And... <laughs> I saw the shit and I'm like, yo, you are you fucking shitting me? Like he's the barber, his barber is saying that, yeah, we we this is a new phenomenon. We brought this shit out. You know. So I'm like, yeah. damn, no like, so they never been to the hood. Or like how they tried to say that cornrows was Bo Derek braids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. The same dumb shit as, as always, man. Just because they they find something new, it, it, it's like it never existed until they saw it. Just like discovering fucking America. I saw that shit, like the, and I said, "What the fuck?" I ain't even see all really? that yet. I Travis, it was in, it was in a, bro. The New York Times did an article about that haircut, this trending haircut. Trending haircut. <laughs> that that, that Travis Kelsey came out with. It's probably At the same point, trending haircut that white boys from the South Shore Staten Island been getting their whole fucking life. It's called a fade, well, is what it's that, called. Come on, man. Pretty low in theory, bro. Yeah, De La Soul. De La Soul is dead. Three feet high in license. The fade. It's like, come on, man. It's almost <laughs> like I'm just waiting for Travis Kelsey to say something, man. It's like, yo. Nah, he's not gonna say nothing. It's all because of the Swifty movement, but like Curtis said, police, military, Paul Wall, the professor been getting fades for years. <laughs> <laughs> he said Paul Wall. Paul well, yeah, Wall. I gotta see the I gotta see this all this research because I didn't know nothing about this being a thing, but I do know about uh the 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 whole Swifty situation, and I gotta give um I forgot what her name is on TikTok, but this woman, she made the greatest breakdown of this whole, like, uh, uh, Taylor Swift and the NFL situation and where the problem truly is. is And it the problem ain't the fact that she's at these games. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this woman said she was an Eagles fan at one time, so whatever, you know, but she's riding for a boyfriend at for the moment, you know. But the problem within all of this is it's the the TV networks, the announcers, the commentators, the news organizations. They're the ones making the bigger deal about Taylor Swift being there than anybody. And the great thing shit, is, man. is just yeah. she's bringing. If you want to say, just like how she brought more people out to vote just off of her presence alone, she's bringing more people to bring eyes to the sport of football. Why is that a bad thing? Yeah. Hundred percent, man. I mean, I don't. I, they're making a big deal out of it um, because, well, it's because a lot of the right wingers hate Taylor Swift because they think she's influencing votes and shit. That's all it's about. That's, that's all it's about. They didn't give a shit when they thought she was a country singer. You ain't hear a damn thing. You know what I mean? But um, she's bringing more eyes to the game of football. Um, you know, Kansas, Kansas City probably uh, a paraphernalia is just. just 
flying off the shelves right now, man. So they see in a bubble. Yeah, they. You know what I mean? So, um, it, whatever, man. Can That's, I ask you a question? Is she the first is musician? Is this white folks, Beyonce and like Jay Z? Is it that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. They they haven't been together long enough to be that. What was what was the question? What was the question? He said, "Is this white folks Beyonce and Jay Z?" <laughs> that's what I thought he said. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> nah, nah, not yet, not yet. No, because there's still time. Because you know, if he if he fucks this up, he's gonna be the subject of a hit record. So I was gonna say, <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> if he fucking want to lose, if they fucking want to lose this game, I know Taylor Swift's like, God damn, I gotta now, now I gotta wait six months to leave this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah boy, he can. It's got to when camp starts. <laughs> when camp starts, like Tyrone says, she generated three hundred and thirty-one million dollars and got one of the wives a clothing deal. She's goody. She's good money, far as I'm concerned. We know how you are, Mr. Company Man. Uh, we know how you are. Shots. 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 Nah, you go to go to the homie's TikTok and he made a, a TikTok about He's raising a ruckus. He he made a TikTok about this woman, and we'll save that topic for next with that conversation for next week. <clears throat> Cause it ain't fair that he ain't here to catch the the, the venom. But it was get, a get TikTok well, that he made. Well. It was a TikTok that he made that, uh, I, I mean, you know, the brother likes to spark controversy because controversy brings conversation. But like I said, the, the, he's the homie, but he sounded very company man-like. And we'll go leave it at that. We'll, 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 we'll show that TikTok next week when we talk about it. I'll put it in our group chat and all that. But, um, but yeah, if we don't... Sorry, sorry, real, real quick, the, him, him, putting up, him putting up that figure, $331 million, so you already know, you already know the Super Bowl. It's gonna be the Super Bowl featuring Taylor Swift. So, so you already know that's what's gonna be there. Well, I mean, by way of the cameraman, because the camera, right? They, you, you know who who's got the Super Bowl this year? Uh, Channel Four or CBS? Channel Two. Channel CBS got it. So yes, you already yes. know there's gonna be one person getting paid the hefty bag to work that camera, Jamal. To just keep it on Taylor Swift the whole game. Oh, she, yeah, she she got an ISO shot. Shot his that there's one camera. This job is to keep the camera on Taylor. That's it. Randy <laughs> Johnson. That's it. How many? Randy how many other cam? How many other cameras are gonna be in their box too? Pause. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how many cameras are gonna just be in their box watching their whole yep. Yep. everything? And it's literally just looking at her. She ain't playing the game. She ain't affecting the score. Nothing. It's just going to be Taylor Swift in Vegas. And then I heard she got a concert somewhere in the world the next day. So who knows if she'll even be at the Super Bowl? She'll be there. Of course. Yeah. That's the damn Super Bowl. Yeah, she, 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 yeah. How much did the NFL who's, pay her to be there? Yo, who's the who's the who's doing the halftime show? Is Usher and who else? Oh, yeah, it's Usher. I don't know who else he's bringing out, but it's Usher with the Vegas residency. So... Yeah, I mean, another black... He's guaranteed to bring Little John out. He's guaranteed to bring Little John out for yeah. That would be dope. Mm. They're that taking odds. There's a bet 
There's bets on if Little John comes out for the Ultra Halftime Show. <laughs> Why not? Keep it Atlanta. <laughs> Keep it Atlanta and Vegas. Well, unless if we don't got nothing else, let's just get into uh, the main topic. And I don't know who that asshole was in the comments before. Since Uh-oh. when it said first, what happened? I lost audio. I'm gonna come back. Again. Oh. oh, okay. So, the question, <clears throat> and I'll recite it for when Jamal comes back was what person, like, what personally, as far as personally, what you've done for you know, within your life, yourself, like, what have you done? to contribute to black history <laughs> or your own black history, i.e. like what kind of history have you made in your life that you would consider a contribution to a black American's history? Wow. I don't know if I've done anything that great yet. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, I mean, cause I, I, I'll give one of my first ones and that it's, who said okay. it was that it was that great, you know what I'm saying? But like right. contributed to the hip hop culture. We like the first one that I put up on my TikTok was uh, we hosted we hosted Tracy Lee's album release party. Out Tracy Lee reached out to us as HHDG at the time before we started HHDG yep. Media. And you know, he was like, yo, like, I want to do this with y'all. Like, I want to give y'all the, the honor of doing this for me. And we was like, say less. And we was down there in D.C. We set it up at this spot called The Lounge of Three. Again, I apologies for, I forgot who hooked us up with that spot. But uh, thank you, as always. <clears throat> and, you know, we ran it. We hosted it. I conducted the interview. KB, I, myself and KB conducted the interview for the most part. You know, KB ran like music and stuff like that, controlled the audio and shit. And it was a great night. Tracy Lee, OJiz, you know, a bunch of people from Philly came through repping for Tracy. Uh, We had a bunch of our people come through from like DC. JP rode down with us uh, from Jersey. Um, It was four of us Negroes in one fucking uh, hotel room, but that's different story for another day. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But. You know, but it was uh, all in all, like that. It was a good time, and like just a small contribution Damn. that I looked at. I'm listening. Weren't you in a music video too, with with Sky Zoo? No, I helped. I helped record it. I wasn't in the video. I don't think. Mm. But there you go. That's another contribution right there to hip hop. Yeah, I got more, but it, you know, it's but it's again, it's it's small things because yeah, it's like. Okay, how many eyes were put on it? Whatever, you know, and it is what it is, but it's still right. something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it it was well, me reminding well, myself, like, hey, I've done some shit. You know what I'm saying? As much as I downplay right. myself, it's like I've done some shit. Well, speaking in that sense, I, I contributing to the mural for Tribe Called Quest, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh in Queens. That was dope. That was real dope. And I got to take a picture uh, in front with my Fife T-shirt with my daughter, and it was, it was just dope. It was just dope to see that that we we contributed to that. That 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 was real dope. Yeah, I have. That's another moment of mine too, because I was. When, I know how you feel about that. 
Yeah, I was the second highest contributor. And shout out to the person. I don't want to, because the name was anonymous then. I know who it was, but shout out to the person who took it over the edge. You know what I'm saying? The person yeah. who took it over the top and got it done. But where I, I grew I grew sour on that mural, and somebody actually just said, I think T. Smith said, it's like, yo, it's starting to look faded and shit like that. Because my personal opinion behind it is, when I was told, oh, when I always try to say, yeah, we did that, like, I always put that stamp on it, HHDG did that. And you can't take that stamp off unless you spray paint over the HHDG on the fucking mural. And the mural, but, yeah, the HHDG is right. on the mural. <clears throat> but the only, you know, you tried to take that credit from us because we were the ones that got the fucking money up. But the other person who got the fucking street name and all that allegedly said that there was a whole committee of people and uh, some nonprofit organization who took claim over it. So nonprofit organization, go fucking fix it. Go fucking fix it. Because once again, if you can't try, if you try to take away credit from HHDG, who was the person who replaced, who was the group that replaced Ali Shaheed Muhammad's face on that mural? After shout outs to Buster Rhymes, we who did. I found out Buster Rhymes gave the donation for the first ones, the wood faces. Oh, were that eventually fat? Yeah, that eventually faded over time. But who gave the money to replace the face? Who gave them? Who gave the money to initially get the wall painted and get my shout outs to Ed? He got the artist. We yeah. paid to get that fucking shit painted. Yeah. We pay, we pay, and I say we because it's us as a group because we did little raffles and things. And shout outs to Fred Benz, the man who made the beat and the song for our theme song. He won the Ali Shaheed uh, head that was broken because yeah. we raffled it yep. off. And that's how we raised the money to get the new one. HHDG did that. But because I was told that, oh, well, we didn't do it, that we didn't do it alone. We didn't get all the money together on our own. And this place did it. So fine, y'all handle it. Let's see how another few years go before it's faded. And that's just half the venom I have towards that. But Jamal, the question was, <laughs> what, um, as far as black history is concerned and personal black history like what have you felt like you might have contributed to america's uh afro-american history um teaching young kids how to own their media and tell their stories through filmmaking and in the elements of storytelling so i'm still working on that i did i i spent some time at a public school over in east flatbush when i was teaching some kids at an early age to own their own stories and create their stories and learn how to tell their stories. So no one's telling their stories for them. You got to tell your story your way. Um, and I'm, I'm working with a couple other brothers right now to put a program into, I would like to do it to, for high school kids, just teach them how to use mass media and um, how to learn narrative um, storytelling, whether it be television or, or, or whatever, just to, you know, um, so we can control the narrative of our culture and our people. And so I hope to bring that to fruition this coming fall. And um, call it the art of storytelling. In a few schools, yeah. <laughs> teach them how to make films, man. I wish I had somebody doing that for me at a younger age. 
you know, I was well into adulthood when I finally picked that up. So, you know, that that's that's my biggest contribution I can say, and it's a, it's an ongoing contribution. That's dope. There you go. It's shit like that. Oh, like you know, simple. You know, it's it's not simple. It doesn't have to be something that's like we got to get celebrated on a fucking calendar date. You know what I'm saying? Like Tyrone said, he said, he said, I'm trying to get on the board in my in, at my local and make my difference. Like there you go. Try to get more people that look like yourself in the field of construction and pile driving and things like that. Like little little contributions like that go overlooked. Because everybody's looking for the big name. Everybody's looking for that messiah when it comes to shit. But it's easier to control the narrative around you. Absolutely. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I listen to y'all. I'm like, damn, yo. I, I'm, I'm about to be 50. I need to get on my shit, man. Because <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't think of um, anything I did that really contributed. Um... And yeah, that just lets me know, man. I need to really get on my grind, man. With, with you know, and 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 try to contribute and 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 do some do some things. You know, none don't really come to mind though right now. I'll be honest with you. I'm sure you've done something, man. <laughs> you just you probably not giving yourself enough credit. Uh, painted yeah, probably, painted probably. pools in the summertime in Africa for <laughs> <laughs> the hood kids to, to swim in. Motherfuckers better appreciate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, doing that shit. Painting pools in, in Harlem in July, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> yo, here's the wild shit. I want to bring that shit up again because I still, but when you get to the deep end of the pool, right, the fumes from the paint get trapped out there. Bro. <laughs> so we out there with rollers and shit, just all lightheaded, you know, sucking me down, just sniffing them low lying fucking paint fumes, bro. Just yo, man. we had to do, we had to do PT, we had to do exercise. Yeah, we had to do PT first too. With fucking combat boots and coveralls on, yeah, man. Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> you know, you, you you know who thought that was a good idea? Somebody that wanted to see niggas high, <laughs> high and tired. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, man. Yo, it's just is what it is. <laughs> what else you got, TJ? Mister Freeze, what else you got? Okay, he got a cigar. <laughs> but what I got, what I got, I mean, most of mine is like con contributions to like the hip hop world. Like we, I, I was fortunate enough to host the the executioners, aka the Odd Couple, on Staten Island for a fucking dope night. First and first time they ever did a performance on Staten Island too. That was that was a dope night to to fucking to kick it with Rob Swift and Mr. Sinister, two cats that I grew up watching on VHS tapes trying to emulate in my boy's basement and my boy flips basement you know what i'm saying that was that was dope that was dope and then on top of that to make two of my homies dreams come true in a way and had them both do a scratch cipher with swift 
who my boy DJ Shame, shout out to him because I hired him to bring the equipment out because I knew he had two sets of 1200s and he's been DJing since forever, you know, homie from high school. His idol was Rob Swift growing up. And then my man DJ Scraps was in the audience and then called him up to scratch next to his idol and DJ Mr. Sinister. So helping make my homie's dream come true while doing some shit that at the time nobody else did in bringing these legends to Staten Island, you know, and then realizing too, like how close connected, like I am to them. Like we have other, like there were friends because of HHDG that are like, like this with them too. So we've been had access to those brothers to be able to kick in and shit like that. And, you know, to see them at like Brooklyn hip hop festivals, things like that. And, you know, dap them up. It's all love, chill, you know, like to, to say that I know a DJ idol that I've grew up watching is like, but by way of, but partially too, again, not just friends, but the ability to, to have hosted them on Staten Island was something else. And then uh, the last one I'll say, because some of these I'm going to save for TikTok, because like I said, I'm celebrating myself and shit that I've done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Normal. I don't give myself credit for things that I've done sometimes, but we had Ralph McDaniels on this show. Mm. And it's a lost That's episode. Dope. I've been digging, trying to find that episode. Some I, I don't know what hard drive it could be on. Um, yeah. The service that it was uploaded to, it's not there no more, part due to uh, losing files because when we moved from SoundCloud to uh, to Anchor, like I stopped paying for SoundCloud, so I stopped, I stopped having like that unlimited service that kept everything up there because why am I going to continue to pay $135 a year when I can move to this platform that's free? You know, free with same reach. Now it's with Spotify, so the reach is even bigger. And at the time, he was able to get paid for advertising no matter what level of podcaster you were. So it was it was a no-brainer to change over. But in that changeover, I fucked up and might have lost that interview back when JP and I was doing this show through Blog Talk Radio. And we had we had for at least a good hour and a half, almost two hours, we had DJ Ralph McDaniels on our show talking about everything, not just Video Music Box, but it was during the year of the 35th anniversary of Video Music Box where we, um, where was it? We, I met him, I met, well, met him one year at a Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. Shouts out to T. Smith again, because he knew him and allowed you know, and allowed, uh, well, no, not allowed, but he, no, he allowed the access for me to go talk to him. And I got to the point because meeting Rest in Peace to Combat Jack, met him at a Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival and missing the opportunity because he was down to do our show and missing because I was trying to think timing, proper timing, proper placement to have Combat Jack on the show. He died. So I missed that opportunity. And because of that, I was just like, never again. If I'm going to ask somebody, I'm going to ask somebody, try to get them. I'm not going to not shoot shot anymore. Shot to shot Ralph McDaniels. Yeah, sure, man. Take my number. I still got Ralph's number on my phone to this day. And he did it for us. 
We did it like maybe like he's like maybe not this weekend, but like check with me. So we waited about two three weeks. Had him on the show. He kicked it with us with no problem, no issues, no having to run. You know, Knicks fan, Giants fan. So he's just like y'all. You know, and and we talking shit about sports, talking about like history of rap and stuff like that. Him and like you know, giving getting like Wu Tang stories about how, with the Wu and video music box things like that, man. And it was it was great. It was it was great. It was great. And you know, to to see a place like shout outs to Drink Champs, but to see a place like Drink Champs still waiting for Ralph McDaniel's to come on the show, and we had Ralph McDaniel's on the show like five or six years ago. It's like a notch in the belt for yeah. the contribution yeah. to the culture and all of that. And so, yeah. And I have still got, I still got um, DMC's number in my phone because when I met him at a Comic-Con, he's like, yeah, after I spent $140 on his fucking comic books, by the way, but he was down to do it. He was down to be on the show too. But when I called him, called him, called him, he didn't answer the phone. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Whatever. Whatever. But yeah, there's some of my contributions to our history. Jamal, you got any more? Offhand, no, I just um, you know, just besides, you know, formal classes and stuff, just trying to mentor any any young uh black filmmakers um and trying to just you know, impart some knowledge on them, stuff that I didn't get, man. So they, they don't have to have as hard of a road as I have or the folks before me or whatever. And I was just, just trying to, just trying to, you know, pass it down, pass down what I learned. Where Tyrone said, I have Black Lives Matter, Black History Month episodes of my show. I also have episodes giving flowers to Haddock people. And I made a breathe song about George Floyd. You got to send that to us so we can play it on the show one time. But yeah, that's I think, it. I think I think us us five black men just being just being great uh, uh, role models, man. You know, us doing us doing our thing right here in this podcast. You know, is, is also a contribution as well, man. There you go. There you go. Not to make this fully sympathetic uh, or you know, uh, boo-hoo-like, but yeah. Like Aaron Anderson said, so to go to a white man real quick, but like Aaron Anderson said, not to toot our own horn, but toot, toot. It don't hurt to do that once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we just, we just gotta remind ourselves, like, yo, we've done some shit out here sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we've done some shit. And I still got shit waiting to be done. You know, I've, of course, in this capitalistic society that we live in, money comes into the play of all of it, but niggas still got work to do. We'll just leave it like that. And we done. We'll decide what next week's black topic is. You know, we'll try to make it triple black, but oh, you know. Bunch. Yo, great show, man. Great show. Uh I, I enjoy chopping it up with y'all, man. You know, it's, it's, especially with Uncle Lyris, man. It make, makes everything better. Wish the Knicks won last night. You know what I'm saying? But that's all right because we're still going to win the East. Um, Yeah, man. Shout out to the listeners. Uh, can't wait till next week, man. Next week, um, I know I know my, my pick is going to come true. Go Chiefs. And that's about it, man. Pass it off to Jamal. 
you know, great show, y'all. Uh, wish I could have been here for the whole joint, but you know, I'm sure we can have some more dope topics for for Black History Month. Um, shout out to to O, to TJ, to Lispa, um, in the comments, and everybody who's watching, um, and the mayor. Um, yeah, looking forward to the game next week. Um, it's kind of my birthday weekend again. Last week, last year was cool. Um, looking forward to um, another good game, man. All right, brother TJ, Mr. Freeze. Eventually, he'll catch up. He just froze again. Every time we get shout outs, he's like, Fuck y'all. It's like, it's like a roach in the wall, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now he's displaying. Now he's got scramble porn going on. Yo, um, dope show. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my daughter. She turns 25 tomorrow. I can't believe I have a a grown ass woman for a child. Um, shout out to her. Um, fuck track Miss Kelsey. I've been rocking this fade for the, like the last 25, 30 years. Fuck you, Travis Kelsey. Your fade ain't shit. <laughs> no, that's fuck his barber. Fuck his barber for trying to no. make it a, and, uh, a trend. Yo, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, yo, tra- Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey got the. Travis Kelsey got the hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, let me run your plates real quick. Hold on, real tight. Hold tight. Yo, but Travis <laughs> Kelsey always, but Travis Kelsey always been rocking a fade. Like, why, why is this new? He's always no. Nah, and this, fade. this is yeah. This ain't on Travis Kelsey. It's the stupid ass, you know, culturally appropriating media. Whenever they I'm find you, they try and put it out like that. Yeah. That's I'm not surprised by the New York Times anymore, man. They're, they're fucking idiots too. But um, uh, this this is not on Travis Kelsey, you know. But it, it is what it is. Word, you done, TJ? I didn't. We didn't mean to step on that. But yo, Tamo, yo, Tamo, throwing shots at your fade, TJ. Oh shit! <laughs> Curtis say he's on he's on a tape delay. <laughs> <laughs> Be a satellite. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're doing it live. But anyway, y'all know who I am. Shouts out to my manager, the Jive Soul Bro himself, the Dr. Style Slick. <laughs> if you didn't see the name, Akeem the African Dream. Uh, be rocking my dashiki later on today as I go do laundry. But nah. But anyway, y'all know what to do. Hooksrub.com, 20% off that order using the code STAR5, starfivepodcast.com, the Star5 Podcast Facebook group, all that good shit. We out. Peace. Peace, sir.